Hello again, you're listening to the News at One. Almost half of the adult population here has now received a booster or third dose of COVID-19 vaccine, according to Taoiseach Michal Martin. 109,000 vaccine doses were given yesterday. 106,000 of those were boosters. Meanwhile, the number of people hospitalised with COVID-19 is at its lowest in more than 10 weeks. As of 8 o'clock this morning, there were 390 patients being treated in hospital for the virus, a reduction of 39 on the same time yesterday. It represents the lowest figure since the 10th of October and is 43% below the recent peak of COVID hospital cases on the 22nd of November. The number of COVID patients in ICU is also down at 98. Some 200,000 people are now being tested for the virus each week, with the HSE saying the positivity rate has risen to around 24%. Let's talk to Dr Nuala O'Connor, who's COVID lead for the Irish College of General Practitioners and a Cork-based GP. A very good afternoon to you, Dr O'Connor, and welcome to the programme. Thanks, Brian. Perhaps you can explain to us what, what seems to be two contradictory pieces of information, which I've just alluded to there. On the one hand, we have hospital numbers, ICU numbers, continuing to decline, but the positivity rate among people who are being tested for the virus is now almost one in four. What's happening? What are we seeing? Okay, well, what we're seeing is that, um, thankfully, um, there are still a lot of people testing positive um, but it's not translating in uh, to as many um, hospital ad- admissions um, as previously. But it is a little bit early yet to be overly confident by that point because there's a lag phase um, between uh, the COVID cases and then as people deteriorate and they may need to go to hospital. But hopefully um, we will be able to keep the, the hospital uh, numbers continuing to decrease. Uh, but at the moment, um, um, the case numbers are, are Positive cases in the community are actually going up day by day with over over 6,000 cases yesterday. yesterday. And that's why it's really important uh, that people continue to do um, the the basic Mm. measures. Uh, Very important for everyone to reduce their social contacts as much as they can uh, to get boosted. And it's fantastic to see Ireland has the second highest um, booster vaccination rate uh, in Europe. And um, and you've seen from the numbers that you quoted there that it's going up uh, uh, day by day. Are you beginning in your practice and your colleagues around the country, are they beginning to see the first signs of uh, this uh, Omicron uh, wave, if that's what it turns out to be, of infection? Uh, well, absolutely. I mean, we, 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 we're, we've moved from, from Delta uh, uh, to Omicron. I mean, they're, they're very similar symptoms. Um, so um, it, we continuously have uh, uh, people uh, ringing looking for advice about uh, COVID or people presenting in person. I was doing uh, the COVID in-person clinic uh, this morning, mainly seeing um, sick children um, with upper respiratory type symptoms and uh, mm. sore throats and coughs. Um, and most of them, uh, thankfully, are, are not particularly sick. They may or may not have COVID because we still have a lot of other viruses circulating. But what's uh, very important is that anyone with symptoms takes themselves out of circulation um, and gets a PCR test and avoids contact with other people. We know NEFET has been reporting a significant enough increase uh, in cases of the virus among younger people. Are, are you seeing evidence of that? Well, what we're seeing, yes, we're seeing um, uh, more cases in younger people, and you can see that in the national figures, but that's because the uh, uh, boosters, as we've been boosting the older age groups, as so as you know, we started on the 9th, around the 9th of October, um, boosting the 80 plus, and as we've been gradually boosting down through the age groups, you can see the protective effect 
um, of that boost because we know uh, that seven days after your booster dose, you get 70 to 75% protection against infection from Omicron. Mm -hmm. So the key message is, is when it's your turn to get boosted, please go forward please take the first available appointment and the booster is available through the mass vaccination clinics is through your participating GPs and also through pharmacies. Yeah. Now we understand the HSE is to outline tomorrow details of extending the, the booster campaign to the uh, the remaining age cohorts who haven't already been covered either by the, the, the age criteria or by the, the their medical condition. Um, but already it's the case, isn't it, that GPs and pharmacies are, are putting boosters into the arms of people under 40 if they have the supply there and if they're going to go to waste otherwise? Absolutely, uh, you know, our, you know, we are absolutely determined um, uh, that no vaccine will be wasted. Unfortunately, one thing that we have noticed that's happening is we have a, a certain amount of people who don't turn up having made an appointment. Um, we were doing a vaccine clinic here on on Tuesday, a large vaccine clinic in, in this practice, and I, we had about a hundred people who actually uh, didn't turn up having booked appointments. So then, you know, we're just going down to the age groups and anyone who's around, ringing around, and. Uh, uh, if people are three months since their the second dose of the last vaccine, we're telling them, come on up, we've got some spare vaccine here. Because the important thing is to get as many people vaccinated as possible and not to waste a single dose if we can. And what about the plan for continuing those booster and third dose vaccinations over the Christmas period? Do you have the supplies and um, what will you be doing? You'll be taking presumably a break uh, on Christmas Day or around, around Christmas Day. But uh, how, how will that pace be maintained? Yeah, well, I think what what happened with general practice is that um, we were asked to see if we could try to increase the amount of um, boosters that we were given. And I mean, it's just been amazing. In fact, it's been humbling to see the amount of general practices that just stood up again. The whole team um, in our own practice here, people were meant to have a day off to do, you know, do some preparations for Christmas. But as soon as the call went out, they just stepped up and said, Nope, we're here, we're all available. People came in on Friday, on Saturday, we ran clinics on Monday. Um, uh, on, on, on Tuesday here, we gave 1,164 uh, vaccinations. And um, and we have another clinic, uh, one yesterday afternoon, mm. and we're going to do another one this afternoon. So each general practice is is trying to contribute as best that they can. Um, obviously, we'll be closed um, from lunchtime on Christmas Eve um, and for Christmas Christmas Eve and uh, Christmas Day, Stevens's Day, um, and the following day. But after that, then we'll be back. Mm. And we're trying to balance um, seeing people who are sick um, but, but, but also continuing to do as many boosters as we can. So it's, you know, it's, it's important that people understand that we are available if they have somebody who's sick, mm. if they're worried or concerned about a loved one, because we're, we can do a mixture um, in, in many practices of both. All right. Well, best wishes to you and uh, all your colleagues across the country uh, this Christmas time, uh, Dr. Neil O'Connor, and thank you for taking time out from that busy schedule uh, to talk to us on the programme today. The HSE has confirmed that in the last seven days, more than 35,000 people were contacted as confirmed cases of COVID-19. With the current average number of close contacts now at three, well over 100,000 people are being told to restrict their movements this Christmas. Our reporter Laura Fletcher has been speaking to some of them. I'm stuck in my bedroom because... Uh, my parents have tested negative, so we want to keep them as safe as possible there. Uh, 89 and 79. This is not the Christmas Fiona Whelan expected. She and her son Sam tested positive for COVID in July. A few days ago, they both developed symptoms again. 
I felt like I was bulletproof uh, through all this. I felt like I was safe till January anyway. We couldn't get the booster because that was a six. That only changed the other day. So we couldn't get that either. So we were uh, at a function on Friday and I think a couple of people there tested positive. So we were a bit wary. So as soon as I developed symptoms, I got a test and positive yesterday and I'm just devastated. Her brother and his family were due to join them on Christmas Day. Not anymore. We had our turkey and ham ordered. We were just so looking forward to this year. And because it's been a rubbish year and and last Christmas, we didn't really have a proper Christmas. So we all thought we'd make up for it this year. Um, And my mum has probably bought half of Tesco. You know, all the ingredients are here. The nibbles. uh, She makes a coddle like on Christmas Eve. Uh, My mum and dad, they just love Christmas. So we were just devastated because I feel like I'm ruining everyone's Christmas I don't mind being stuck in my bedroom it's happy days but just the thoughts of ruining Christmas for everyone else oh it's awful awful the guilt is awful Chloe Donoghue and Shane Walker had imagined a very different Christmas too so we'd be both be going down to Kildare around now uh I'd be going down near Kildare town and Chloe would be going down to Cullen yeah so um we both like moved up together so we were both like going to get the train down together on Christmas Eve and have a great time. Shane works as a tour guide and Chloe works in retail. In the last few days, they both tested positive. We managed to avoid it all the way through the pandemic yeah, up until this point. A good two years working in retail and it was the week of Christmas. Yeah. We don't have any decorations up because we thought we'd be at home. So that's we might put some thing. decorations yeah, up. Yeah, that's one thing I'm really disappointed with. We don't even have a piece of tinsel. So my mom's going to like, I think she's going to home store and just buying as much as she can. Uh, my, my parents arranged a sort of a dead drop situation out the front of the apartment block. They left it big pile of uh, groceries there and we went down yeah. and brought them uh, in afterwards. They so brought us loads of gifts. Turkey well, and all sorts around. of stuff. So we'll, yeah. be, we'll be all right. Fiona, Chloe and Shane are three of tens of thousands facing a Christmas in home quarantine this year. Among them confirmed cases, close contacts and people who've developed symptoms. It will be a very different Christmas, but Fiona knows that it could be worse. I know of two people who've died of COVID in the last month we're okay once my parents don't get it I'll be happy like I said we had it in July this time we're we're not a sick so we're we're okay like the usual bit bit fluey bit chesty a cough sore throat but like that's nothing there's people in hospital there's people dying so we're okay and that's you know that's all I can say Fiona Whelan ending that report by Laura Fletcher